Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity, and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast. The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they want to live. I'm a sales and business coach. I have trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm full of sarcasm and wit. And it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space, own your space, and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your lovely host, Belinda Aramity, and today we're going to be talking about networking. I think networking is a vital part of the growth of any business and really the growth of any business at any stage. And one of the things that I see um, business owners who are looking to elevate from the six-figure level into the multiple six-figure level and the seven-figure level, um, and this is something that I can with this is something that I've seen some of my clients contend with as well is you almost forget the importance of initiating networking opportunities in order to help your business grow because networking serves a function outside of just clients it's people that you can talk to entrepreneurship can sometimes feel really lonely especially as your business grows so really it's a great opportunity for you just to get to know people who are good people to know um, who understand what you're going through and can really give you some sage advice whether it's advice on a product or a service or just advice on how to survive. Okay. Um, but before we do that, um, I mentioned wanting to have like a little bit of an entrepreneurship chat segment before each episode. And what I'm going to be talking about today is just the pace of growth and change. And it's so easy as you're wanting your business to grow for you and deciding that something needs to change or you're implementing something new and wanting that implementation to bear fruit quickly. And I want you to think of planting a seed and how much time it takes before you see the seed sprouting. And there's so many things that are, that the seed is doing underneath the soil before you ever see even a sprout, let alone something that you're going to be able to pick and, you know, is going to bear fruit or vegetable for you to then be able to enjoy. Okay. There's a lot of things that need to change in my business and I want it not only to change now, I want it to bear fruit right now, basically at the same time as I'm implementing and same time as I'm even thinking about what needs to be implemented. I want it to bear fruit now because I quote unquote need it now, but I don't. Okay. What I need is for what I'm planting to bear what it is that I actually need to plant. So I need to pay attention to what I'm putting into the ground. There's nothing worse than planting a seed for what you think is going to be watermelon and then you get cucumbers all because you didn't pay attention because you were so focused on doing something fast and you're like, I need to put something in the soil so I can bear the fruit that I want. Now I like both watermelons and cucumbers, but I'm just saying if I planted seeds for watermelon and I got cucumbers, I don't give a damn that they both have a green exterior. So I just want you to keep in mind that the pace of change in your business is often going to take longer than you anticipate. 
And so I just want to make sure that you give things the time because even though you can't necessarily reap the fruit, know that the seed that you planted is doing a whole bunch of things. It's laying roots solidly in the ground so that when it comes time for it to bear fruit, that the roots are solid and it can continue to bear fruit even after you've plucked from that little tree. So that's my little entrepreneurship chat. And to be honest, I think I need it as much as I'm hoping you will appreciate it. So today we're talking about, are you networking enough? Really? I just want you to start thinking about networking. And if you aren't doing enough, that's fine. There is literally an opportunity for you to network tomorrow if you're willing to look for it. So um, before I hop into the three things that you can do to network more effectively, first, I want to talk about how networking is different from selling and how so often the reason why networking doesn't work for people is because they use networking as an opportunity to sell. And that is absolutely not what networking is. Okay. Networking is an opportunity for you to ask questions and for you to get to know people. Okay. Could you end up selling to someone who you networked with? Of course. I mean, that is the brilliance of networking. But in order for it to be effective, I want you to make sure that you don't go in with the mindset of I'm going to sell, right? The only thing that you need to be going into is I'm going into networking to get to know people, to add to the number of people that I know. Okay. So I want to make that distinction. Okay. Selling is, is where you and the prospect have agreed that we're having a conversation about whether or not it makes sense for us to work together. That is selling. That is a sales call. Do not turn networking conversations into sales calls because then no one's going to want to work with you, network with you. And guess what? It's going to get around in the networking ranks that, oh gosh, you want to avoid, you want to avoid that person because all they're going to do is try and sell to you. Okay. So don't be that person. Networking is an opportunity for you to get to know people, period end of story. An opportunity is likely to come from it anyways. All right. So let's talk about three things that you can do to network more effectively. The first thing is I want you to put networking into buckets. Okay. So the three main ones that I've come up with for the, with that I've come up with for the purpose of this episode is PR. So opportunities to be seen, um, from, you know, in publications, in articles, in, on podcasts, so on and so forth. I want you to think about business connections. So people who are, you just know what it is that they do, who it is that they work with, so on and so forth. They are also CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, just like you. And you have that, you know, solidly in common and also networking for clients. So people who are in your key demographic and you want them to know that you exist. Okay. So there's a couple of reasons why I want you to put networking into buckets. The first reason is because there are times where you maybe forget to network and make sure that you're networking. So you want to be able to focus your energy. So you can say, okay, in the month of January, when I'm networking, I'm networking with a focus on PR. I want to know journalists. I want to know um, editors. I want to get to know podcast hosts, so on and so forth. Then you can really focus your energy and you're not really scattered. Okay. When you're networking for business connections and you're trying to look for events, you're like, okay, I want to go to events that are business owners that are that mirror me and we have things in common, or maybe I want to shoot a little bit higher because I really want to stretch my network and then networking for clients. The way in the events that you're looking for when you're looking for clients is going to be different than events that you're looking for when you're maybe looking for business connections or PR connections. Okay. So that's why I want you to put it into buckets for that purpose. It will help you be focused and you can pick a different bucket for each month. Okay. But then 
Also, when you're thinking about putting putting it into buckets, I also want you to remember that these are important buckets that you want to make sure that you're filling throughout the year, okay? Because PR is important because it's going to help with your personal branding. Business connections is going to help you with your sanity. And then clients is going to help you with your bottom line. You need all in order to grow an effective business because your business isn't only going to grow because of clients that will help you with your revenue, but having solid business connections will help you with your business decisions and having solid PR is going to help with your personal brand, which then in turn helps you get, get clients. Okay. So those are the two main reasons why having networking in buckets is going to be a game changer when it comes to one, making sure that you're networking enough, but then two, also making sure that you're networking effectively. Okay. The second thing that you can do to network more effectively is to remember this in order to be seen, you first have to see. So I say this all the time. I talk about it in my LinkedIn blueprint. I talk about it when I'm talking to anyone about creating a personal brand that sells and to be able to create a content strategy that's effective in this world of everything is the root word of seen is C S E E. And so often people are focused in, let's say specifically networking in making sure that enough people see them, that they are seen by everyone that isn't at this networking event. But if you are networking effectively, you want to make sure that the other person feels like you saw them that you really cared about who they are and what's important to them, right? The number one way to leave a conversation with someone and have them feel like it was a really great conversation is if they did the majority of the talking, right? People love talking about themselves, whether they realize it or not. It's intrinsic to who we are biologically, okay? And so when I'm networking, I'm trying to get the other person to open up to tell me more about them because I'm genuinely curious to learn about them. And networking is never going to work for you if you're not someone who genuinely cares about other people, right? There's going to have, you're going to have to be someone who finds another way to be seen out there in the cosmos, okay? So in order to be seen, you first need to see, ask questions that are getting the other person talking about themselves. And in turn, they're probably going to start asking questions about you too. And the opportunity for you to talk about who you are, what it is that you do and who it is that you serve will naturally come up in the conversation. But I need you to make sure that as you're networking, that you genuinely want to know things about the other person. So one of the ways that you can do this is go equipped into networking events with five questions, like in the back of your mind that you can ask someone that are open-ended questions that are going to get them to tell you a little bit of of a story. Those who are really good at networking typically are really good at sales and doing discovery calls because they know how to get the other person to open up and tell them about themselves. So come armored to networking events with five questions that you can fall back on that you can ask people so that if you're feeling a little bit nervous and you don't really know what where to go or how to carry the conversation, you've already come prepared asking questions of people that's going to get them to open up. So Let's think of one. What's a question that you can ask at a networking event that's going to get someone to open up? You know, why why did you choose marketing, right? So let's say you're at an event and you meet with someone who's a chief marketing officer of a company and be like, so let's say you meet Ted and you're like, hey, Ted, how are you? Nice to meet you. My name is Belinda. You know, I, you know, I see here, you look at their name tag. Oh, I see that you're the chief marketing officer at Deloitte. That's really cool. You know, I've got, I've got to ask, 
why, why did you choose marketing? You know, what is it about marketing that you love? Right? That's a question. That is a heavy one. They can't answer yes or no to that question. And then you're so much about them is going to be revealed. So a really great networking question that get you started with your five questions that you're going to a networking event with is what made you choose X? What made you choose being a marketing manager? What made you choose, you know, cybersecurity, right? See in order to be seen. And the last thing that you can do to network effectively is follow up. Oh my gosh, this is probably the number one mistake that I made and the number one mistake that everyone makes when it comes to networking. And there's two stages of follow-up, right? There is the immediate follow-up after the event, right? And so when you meet with someone, you're having a great conversation and they think you're amazing because guess what? You've just spent all this time getting them to talk about themselves. Okay. They think you're great. As you're about to float around the room or you're like, you know what? There's a line up here, Ted, of people who want to talk to you. I'm going to give them the opportunity to have their few, few moments with you. But you know what? I'd love for this not to be the only time that we connect. Do you have a card or can I send you, you know, can I connect with you on LinkedIn? I'd love to be able to, you know, reach out to you um, by email after this and stay in touch, right? So you want to follow up with people, not right after the event because you're probably tired, at least for me. I'm an ambivert, okay? So if you haven't heard of the word, it's for people who are both introverted and extroverted. So I'm someone who blossoms in a social, you know, setting. I love, you know, talking with people. It makes me feel like a million bucks. But after a social setting, I need to recharge by myself. So extroverts recharge with other people, right? Introverts recharge by themselves and like to be by themselves, like, you know, prefer to, you know, do things, you know, with themselves or like a really small group. I'm someone who likes both, but I actually recharge like an introvert after an event. Like I just need to be by myself and I need to read and I just need to be me, myself and I. So maybe following up right after an event is not something that jazzes you up, but within the 24 to 48 hours of meeting someone, I suggest following up because you're still in their mind. When your email pops up in their inbox or your invitation pops up over on LinkedIn or you follow them on Instagram, wherever it is, they're going to remember you. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's that fabulous person who asked those amazing questions and like totally wanted to know all about me, which is going to be different than probably 90% of the people that they deal with at networking events, right? So follow up within 24 to 48 hours, but then you want to follow up sometime between three and six months. And this is where having a CRM is really helpful or having a spreadsheet where you're keeping, you know, track of of people, places, and things. So if you have a spreadsheet, you can have a spreadsheet and then create tabs for each event or each like networking instance that you're doing each month. If you're, you know, keeping track of it by month. So like, okay, I know I networked with people in January. So by June, I should be re-following up with these people, but you want to touch base again, right? So that you, they remember you and they, you, they kind of stay top of mind. So when an opportunity comes, okay, they, you know, they, you've, you've built that relationship, right? And you're not just following up in a moment of need. Okay. And then it's also good for you to refresh all these amazing people that you've talked to. And you're like, oh my gosh, why do I not talk to this person more often? So you want to make sure that in order to network effectively, okay, that you're following up at least twice, once in within 48 hours of the event, but then again, within six months of 
you know, you following up after the event so that you really entrench and create deeper roots to that relationship and that bond. All right. So as I said, this one is, you know, I think a really important episode because I talked about how networking is effective and important for things beyond just finding new clients. Okay. Number one, the thing that you want to do to network more effectively is put networking into buckets. The three main ones that I talked about is PR, business connections, and clients. Number two, you need to see in order to be seen. And then number three, super important. So few people do it. And I know that so few people do it because I go to networking events and people never follow up with me. And I can't, I don't remember those people. I do not remember those people. Okay. So follow up. It's super duper important. Okay. So as always, if this episode was useful or helpful to you in some way, I'd love for you to reach out to me and let me know. But beyond that, I'd love for you to do one of two things. Leave a rating. Okay. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, it'd be super helpful, helps in the algorithm. And I'd love for this to be a top podcast eventually. So we'll see. And I need your help in order to do it. So leave a rating. And if you could share it with a friend, someone who you think could do really well with listening to this episode or use it as a piece of content, right? Share, you know, one of your networking tips or something that you learned with your network and share this episode with your network, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever it may be. All right. As always, I hope that you found this episode useful or helpful in some way. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. For free resources and additional tools to help you really grow and elevate your business, I want to invite you to check out our website at claimyourspace.co slash resources. Over there, you're going to find our personal brand playbook, but you're also going to find some additional tools that will, like I said, really help you grow and expand your business. I'd also like to take a quick moment to ask you to leave us a review on iTunes. It really, really helps. And if you love the podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. And if you especially loved this episode, please take a screenshot, share your thoughts over on Instagram, tag me so that I can see that you're really loving and appreciating what it is that I'm sharing. Okay. So again, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And remember to claim your space. Until next time. I'll talk to you later.